Good morning, everybody. Great to see everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem will be learning Daf Ein Zayin in Maseches Nadarim. We start at the very top, Non Hasam. It's kind of a new topic. It'll circle back to our Mishnah, and I'll let you know when it does, Andrew. And we ask the following question Can you be Mayfair Nadarim? And can you be Mater Nadarim on Shabbos and Yantiv? Let's say on Shabbos. Can you Mayfair Nadar on Shabbos? So the truth is that Rabbi Leibowitz, the great Dafyomi master, points out that the Achornim struggle with what the uh, Isser would be. I mean, there's no Malacha, really. So let's just go super... He gave a bunch of options. Let's go super Balabatish, shall we? And just say, it's, it's not a, a Yantav for Shabbos activity, right? To do it, right? It's not Shabbos stick, so to speak. To be made for Nadarm, like, do it at a different time. I mean, in other words... I'm saying it that way, and then, so the implications would be, I think if you did it, it would work. I think it would still work. Uh, the Afaris Nadarm, or the Hataras Nadarm, if you were to do it, it would work. I don't think you're bringing, you know, a Korban Chatas for an activity like this, but it's a question of whether, right, it's permissible, uh, it's something that we do. So, anyways, in Shabbos Kufn and Zayin, the Mishnah discusses this issue, and it says, Mefirim Nadarm B'Shabbos. You know, you can make a farce nadarim on Shabbos. It's not an issue. And then it says, V'nish'alin l'nadarim shehein l'tzarech Shabbos. So, mefirim, as we know, is hafara. Nish'alin, she'ela, is the process of hatara, because in the process of hatara's nadarim, we do something called she'ela, which is when we investigate what the Pesach is. Good morning. Uh, what the Pesach is, and what would be the... Right, the reason why you didn't want to make the nether in the first place. Now, what's interesting is, so we're at the top of Ayin Zayin and the and the discussion is, can you be Mayfair and Matar Nadarim on Shabbos? So you might recall, Barry, that on Masechah Shabbos, Kufnan Zayin, we already learned this, but now we're going to understand it. This is one of the nice things when you uh, keep going through Shas, you start understanding, we'll be quoting a few, uh, a few Gemaras and Mishnais that we've learned already, in Shabbos and in Erevin, and at the time we said, oh yeah, it has implications to Nadarim, and we kind of, glo- or we, I kind of glossed over it. Now we get to appreciate it so much more because we have the background. So, Hafar and, and She'ela Nadarim. The Mishnah says, Nish'ol Nadarim She'hein L'Tzarech HaShabbos. So you're noticing that there's an additional qualification. That when it comes to Hafar's Nadarim, it doesn't say, you know, whether what the circumstances need to be. It says you could just do Hafaras and Dharma on Shabbos. However, when it says Vinishal and Nadarim, it says it has to be Litzorach Shabbos. There, you want to have an extra kula. Uh, if you want to do Hataras Nadarim, it should, it should be Litzorach Shabbos. So since uh, Barry's here, we'll do the Ran, because you know, Andrew, Andrew doesn't mind just if I say it outside, but Barry likes to see it inside. And so he says, so he's explaining the Ran what She'elah's Chacham is. And then he says, The Ran, third line, says, This Ran has never heard of a spoiler alert. He's doing this all the time. He gives away the Gemara early, like more than Rashi ever did. Okay, so where the Ran here modifies and says that this would modify modification, this qualification that I said with regards to She'ela, 
applies to Hafara too. So he wants it to be the Tzorach HaShabbos in the, he, that's how he defines the mission in Kufnan Zayin, that you shouldn't do Hafara or Hatara unless it's Tzorach Shabbos. And Barry, we were speculating what the issue would be. It's not, I don't think it's an Isser, it's certainly not a Malacha that I could think of, although Rabbi Leibowitz says maybe it's uh, some sort of Tikkun, something. Uh, it's definitely not Shabbos stick, so we'll leave it Balabatish like that because the Echronim struggled to find why it wouldn't be okay. Uh, and even though it might work, we, um, we, do, we do frown upon it. Okay, so now let's dig in a little bit. Ibailahu, they wanted to know. Mefirim Nadarim B'Shabbos, Letzarch Shabbos, Odilma Afilu Shalolotzarch. Right? So again, the question of the Gemara is, has already been given away by the Ran, but the question is, since the mission itself is ambiguous, right? Because it says certainly that the Hataras Nadarim has to be the Tzarek Shabbos, but the Afaras Nadarim, it's, ambi- it's unclear whether that's modified also in the Mishnah. And so that's what the Gemara wants to know. Well, does the Afaras Nadarim also have to be the Tzarek Shabbos or that you can you do Afaras Nadarim even if it's not the Tzarek Shabbos? What would be, Andrew, let's speculate here, the difference, why would Hataras Nadarim be worse than Hafaras Nadarim as far as... Uh, a more egregious violation of Shabbos. Can you think of anything? And you're allowed to cheat. Uh, and cheating would involve looking at the Ron. And the Ron says, the cave of the Tzara, the first narrow line, the cave, and I'm really giving you a big hint here. The Ron says, the cave of the Tzara, Chacham, Oshlosha, Hediotos, Mechzi, Kadina. Okay, so now that I've given you that hint, um, the idea is like this, that one of the ways and there are many ways that we've already discussed in which hafara is different than hataras nadarim, right? Hafaras nadarim doesn't require a rhyme or reason. The husband and the baal does it and nips it in the bud. Actually, it's going to be tomorrow's daf is going to talk about the difference between hafara and hatara more head on. But that's clearly one of the reasons. And of course, hataras nadarim, you either have to go to the rabbi or you can have, as we do when we make hataras nadarim, uh, right on uh, Erev Rosh Hashanah, we will get three hediotos, right, and we'll get three, and it looks like we have a bezdin, as we'll see today. This is not a real bezdin. A real bezdin only convenes during the day. A real bezdin, you can't have krovim, right? You can't have your brother and your cousin and all the people who came with you to shul just sit next to each other and do uh, you know hakol mutar and lach. Um, you can't, right? Um, you, can, you have to do it sitting down. These things may not apply to Hataras Nadarim. It's not a real Bezdin. Just like uh, this reminds me of when, when we say Vayachulu. Right? Everyone wants to say Vayachulu as a pair on Friday night. They say because it's an edus to the, to the, uh, um, to the fact that Hashem created the world. Right? You're, you're uh, bearing testimony to the fact that Hashem created the world. So they say, oh, it's an edus. Edus, you need to do Bishnaim. You have to do it in a pair. Okay. But it's not, you're not really in Bezdin, right? Nobody really has to, like Hashem doesn't have to stand judge and jury as to whether he created the world. So we're not, uh, you know, you could do it with your son. You can do it, you know, at night, for example, which is by definition at night, right? So it's not a real Edus and this is not a real Bezdin, but Mechzikedina, right? It looks like some sort of Bezdin. And as we've learned in Meseches Beitzah, Daf Lamed Vav, we don't have Bezdin convening on Shabbos. Bezdin's closed on Shabbos. That's one of the policies of Bezdin is that it's closed on Shabbos as we uh, delved into in Masechah Shabbos. 
So that's why Hatar Sadarim, which can be done by Bezdin, even though it could also be done by, by the rabbi on his own. Um, and in fact, I, th- I think we, uh, I can't remember the source, but Rabbi Leibowitz said that we might, we might view that as ideal. Right? And then, so you would think which would be better? Well, the rabbi really knows what he's doing. Three-head yotos is just like, you know, if you don't have somebody who's a real Talmud Chacham, especially if you need She'ela, if you really need to find, and that's a machlokas in itself, but if you really need to find and know what you're doing, so then certainly the rabbi would be better than just three knuckleheads, right? Um, and so... Why is Bezin closed on Shabbos? Why is Bezin closed on Shabbos, which we discussed in is a really good question. I went back to the Gemara and Beitzah last night, and it's right there in the Mishnah, and the Gemara doesn't really explain. The Gemara says, the Gemara says, uh, you might re- recall three categories. Rishus, mitzvah, certain things that we don't allow you to do. Some things are rishus, some things are mitzvah. And it's, that's the Mishnah where it says, Ein merakdin, like, you, you know, we don't dance because Shemei Tukin Klishir. Then it says, Bezdin is, is, is grouped with uh, Kiddushin. And we don't do Kiddushin, and we don't do Bezdin. So, and the Gemara doesn't say why. And the Mepharshim there maybe say why, but not on the page. You know, even the art scroll doesn't really explain it there. It just kind of uh, leaves it as, uh, we're, we're calling it Balabatish. It's, it's like an Uvda Dechol of sorts. And there must be a better reason, but the point is, you know, when you're talking about Kiddushin, I mean, you're talking about um, convening a Bezdin. So, you know, we're closed for Shabbos. Okay, I get it. Ain't going to work on Saturday. But um, but the malacha is is not very clear, black and white at all. So the kasha is, a, is, I think, a, an important kasha. What would be you know the actual reason? And I think the, the that uh, that we deserve, you deserve a better answer. But just know that it's a really good question. Um, but you know, if but we're balabatim, so we could say very balabatim. So we're just closed on Shabbos. Uh, maybe you'll write it down, right? It's a, it's transactional, that kind of thing. Right, but it doesn't say it beferish in there in Lamed Vav, which is the source quoted here. Okay, so let's see. Tashma, the Tani Rav Zuti Devei Rapapi Ein Mafir Nedarim Elo Letzar Chashabes. So we have a brisa to resolve that question, and as the Ran already gave away, that Hataras Nedarim and Hafaras Nedarim we don't want to do on Shabbos. So Amar Ravashi, and by the way, why would you do it Letzar Chashabes? And again, Andrew, because it's not really usher. So if it's Letzar Chashabes, then. It's really okay because, after all, you needed four Shabbos. So that's a different thing, right? In other words, the, it kind of fits in with our Balabatish reason. If it's, it's not Shabbos, it's not a Shabbos thing to do, as we would say, unless it's four Shabbos, in which case it's a very Shabbos thing to do. So, for example, Avari Libowitz brought up an interesting point. We do Kol Nidre by definition on Yom Kippur, do we not? And, and that's not, if it's not a Shabbos thing to, th- thing to do, why are we doing it on Yom Kippur? We say call Nidre. So you say, well, we're saying basically uh, tshuva for all of our, right, uh, extraneous nadarim that we may or may not have been aware of, and we are atoning for those. Ein tzorech Shabbos gadol mizu, right? What are we here for if not to atone for, you know, our transgressions? And so it's not really a Shabbos thing to do or a Yom Kippur thing to do, except for it's the quintessential Yom Kippur thing to do. So if it's appropriate... So then again, there's nothing halachically, so, so to speak, in terms of malacha wrong with it, but it's not in the spirit of the day. And, and so that's, I know a Baal Batash way of saying it, but it's not in the spirit of the day unless it is in the spirit of the day. 
in which case it certainly should be done. So again, Latzarach Shabbos, you could do it. Latzarach Yom Kippur, you could do Kol Nidre. Okay, that kind of thing. Okay, so it goes like this. Amar Vashi, Hachi. Didn't we learn in the Mishnah just today, yesterday rather? Nadrim Chashecha Mefer La'ad Shelo Techshach. Right, so we were talking yesterday in the Mishnah, the topic on Ein Vavim Vez was how long, the Machlokas, how long do you have, what's the deadline for making these Nidarim? So we said the Machlokas, whether it's until Shkia, from the day that it's said, or Me'es Le'es, right, 24 hours from the time that we said it. And so we said the Mishnah Paskin that it was until Shkia. And the Mishnah was trying to illustrate it by giving a Shabbos example, you may have noticed. The, the example they gave was on Shabbos. So they said, if, she, if you're the wife, let's say, makes a neder Friday night between the challah and the soup, so then you have all Friday night to be made for the neder. If she makes the neder, you better hurry up before you say, instead of singing Mismor David, you better be made for the neder because by Shkia, it's going to be over and the neder is going to be legit. You will have lost your window of opportunity to do Hafaris Nadar. So that's what Ravashi points out. The fact that we said that, the Mishnah meant that if she's making the nether by Shalashudis, you have to do that first Nadarim before it gets dark. And if it's true that you can only make these Nadarim, how can you have this case of when you what? When, when you're making the, the, when she's making the nether at Shalashudis. Even during the day, you would not be able to be made for. Why? Because it's not Letzarach Shabbos. It's not Letzarach Shabbos. The Shalol Letzarach Shabbos who? Now, it's the, the Ron here points out that if you make, if she's making the neder at Shalashudis, so then it's clearly not Letzarach Shabbos. That's the interesting part because there's nothing left, right? There's nothing left of Shabbos. So by definition, she can't make the neder Letzarach Shabbos, because there isn't much of Tzarech Shabbos left anymore, right? Um, she's already eaten Shal Shudas, so to speak. She's right before. So then for sure it's not Letzarach Shabbos by definition, okay? So the fact that Nadra im Chashecha, Meiflach sounds like it's either, uh, that, that it would be uh, either Letzarach Shabbos or not Letzarach Shabbos. That's the that's, that's the reason why the Mishnah is going to allow. Again, the Mishnah sounds like um, allowing Hataras Nadarim on Shabbos, even if it's not Latzarach Shabbos, based on the fact that you could be Mefer Neder even at Shalash Shudas. That's, it doesn't really read straight, Barry. That's why the Gears is uh, flipped around here. But the point of bringing up the case of where she's making the Neder uh, at Shalash Shudas is to show you that even in that case, where it's clearly not Letzorach Shabbos, even in that case, we're going to allow him to be made for the nether. That's the point, right? Because we said, you could either be made for Friday night, if that's when she makes the nether, or if she makes the nether at Shalashudas after she's already eaten, and it's almost Shkia, you could be made for even then. Well, then we know that it's not Letzorach Shabbos, Barry, because there's barely any Shabbos left. That's the, it's a genius raya, right? It's a very creative Right, to show that you could be made for Nadarm even Shalal Tzarech Shabbos. Well, if that's the case, so then how do you reconcile it with the Rabzuti Debeir of Papi? Rabzuti, who quotes a Brisa that you cannot be made for Nadarm unless it is Tzarech Shabbos. So 
so the Gemara says Tanahi. It's a reflection of Machlokas Tanaim. What is it? What is it? The idea of like this. So, as we discussed yesterday, there was a Machlokas Tanaim about whether you could do a Faris and Darim until Shkia or for a 24 hour period. And so, now we're putting these two machloks in together. If you hold that you have 24 hours to do that for us, the darm. So the man, the Amar Kol Hayom, in Tfei Lo, Afuilu Shalolotzar Chashab is Mayfair. So we have, right, we have machlokas. Is a Faris the darm Kol Hayom, or is it Me'es La'es? Which is to say, do you have until Shkia, or do you have 24 hours? So according to the man, the Amar says you have until Shkia, that's called Kol Hayom. So, then even Shalotzar Shabbos, you can be made for. Why? Because again, by definition, if, again, by definition, if we're saying that we have this question of whether it's a Tzach Shabbos or not, it had to have been, Andrew, an edit that was made on Shabbos. Because all of this is talking about Afaris Nadarim, and Afaris Nadarim is always only one day, deadline. Okay? So by definition, any question of Tzach Shabbos is, is referring to an edit that was made on Shabbos. Okay. So now, Given that, so any nether that's made on Shabbos, right? So if you hold that you have until Shkia, so then you have to hold that we're going to let you make, right, Hafaris uh, Nadarim, even if it's not Latzarach Shabbos. Because after all, if we don't let you do that, Andrew, you're going to allow the nether to mature and become legit. Right? You'll never, that's, this is your only window of opportunity to be made for the nether. So it can vary, we see, that we're not, saying, oh, this is a malacha and, and an iser malacha on Shabbos. Obviously, that's not the case. Clearly, the case is, is it appropriate for Shabbos? So, if there, it's the only time where you can be made for the nether, so then we're going to let you be made for the nether. And if you hold that you only have an opportunity to be made for the nether until Shkia, then this indeed is the only time that you can be made for the nether, and therefore, they allow it. As opposed to if you hold that you have 24 hours, right? Lamanda, Amar, Meis, Leis. So then, So then, it's not Shabbos becomes not your only opportunity to do it. Okay, so you'll say maybe she made the nether while you were in shul during Kabbalah Shabbos. Okay, so this so, so, may slaves won't help you. I, I get it, but let's assume any other case, right? Any time from the dessert uh, at Friday night dinner and on was when the nether was made. So then, why do it on Shabbos? You still have twenty four hours. So do it after Shabbos because it's not a Shabbos dick activity. Make Avdallah, uh, maybe uh, during Malav Malka you can be made for her nether, okay? So that's what the run over here writes is the rationale. Fine. So now, let's talk about the second halacha uh, that we quoted in the Mishnah Shabbos and it says, Shabbos. So we say that when it comes to tzarek, now when you have a real Tzarek Shabbos you could even do Hataras Nadarim. So the Gemara says, This is talking about, we want to know. I just said that, we just said, the Gemara said that the, it uh, linked the Machlokas of Latarach Shabbos with the 24 hours versus uh, end of Shkia Machlokas. And it did so because it says, if you have another opportunity to do it, we prefer that you not do Afara or Hatara Right, on Shabbos itself. So does it work in the other way too? They want to know. You could do Hataris Nadarim on Shabbos, fine. But is that only when you didn't have an opportunity before Shabbos? Now, of course, this question doesn't apply to Hataris Nadarim because Hataris Nadarim, as we said, only can happen within that same day. 
But Hataris Nadarim, you could do a month later or whenever, a year later. So when it comes to Hataris Nadarim, we want to know when was this nether made, right? For a person, and by definition, the nether was made on Shabbos. So this question doesn't apply. But Hataris Nadarim, the nether could have been made three weeks ago. So why are we waiting till Shabbos? So that's what the Gemara wants to know. You know, is, is this a three-week-old nether that you could have made any time during the week? And just because you were busy, you know, watching the stock market or whatever, that, that, that now, you know, you have more time on Shabbos, and that's why we don't want to do that. We want to discourage, right, leaving over these kinds of activities for Shabbos. So that's what the Gemara wants to know, that can you say, even if he had time to do it three weeks ago, uh, or any time during the week, are we still going to allow that Tarsan time to take place on Shabbos? So Tashma, the Gemara says, is the Kikulei Rabban on the Bereid of Zutra, Bereid of Zira. Okay, so it's going through the family lineage that the son that Rav Zutra was Rav Zera's son, and Rav Zutra's son, so Rav Zera's grandson, needed a Hafaras Nadarm performed, and they did it And even though there was an opportunity to do it during the week. They still were, did the Hafaras Nadarim, or the Hataras Nadarim in this case, on uh, Shabbos. Fine. As we'll see, we have some Shitos here that are very, very makele, and they just say, yeah, whatever, dude, just do the Hafaras Nadarim on Shabbos. It's fine. There's no Malacha. I know it's not Shabbos stick, but if you need it, just do it. Okay, so now, 11 lines up. So, Rabbi Yosef wanted to say, as we know, Hataras Nadarim can be done by the rabbi, or it can be done by a panel of, of three hediotot. So, Amar, what was the reasoning, right? Mishum de Mechzi, I'm sorry, Kadina, as the Ryan had already given away, it, because it looks like din, it's not a real din, but it looks like din, and we don't want to do that on Shabbos. So, Amar Abaye came to Sviralan, so then, Afilu Ma'umar, Afilu Bekrovim, Afilu Belayla, Lomis Chazay Kadina. says, wait a minute. Since we know, uh, that we can perform Hataras Nadarim uh, by this Bezdin, by three Hedyotot, and then, wait a minute, and since we know that not only can be performed by that, but also, it's not real Bezdin, we could even do it standing, we could even do it Bikrovim, we could even do it at night, so then, Lomis Chazakadina, so then it doesn't look like it's a Bezdin. So therefore, it should be Mutter, right? Even by Shlosha Hedyotot is, is a bias point, right? In other words, just because it's three dudes, that's a question. Does that, does three dudes in its own, right, constitute Mechzikadina? Or does it really need to look like a proper Bezdin? In other words, if three dudes standing around uh, uh, and at night, and they're all related to each other. Is that really Mechzikadina or not? Right? So I guess it depends who's looking and how many halachas you know. And so that would be a question of whether it would be allowed or not. Uh, fine. So now, and again, that, uh, fine. So now, uh, again, the, the, the Mishnah that it quotes, right, is talking about, is, is talking about actual Bezdin. Right, whether you can have actual bezdin, that's what's Allah, That's what the Mishnah and Beit Salam is talking about. But here, Rabbi points out, it's not an actual bezdin. It doesn't even really look like an actual bezdin. Okay, it has three guys, but because it doesn't look like an actual bezdin, it should even be mutter on Shabbos. Okay, 
So what's the halacha? Um, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Let's first talk back about not hataris but hafaris and darim. So we are switching a little bit back and forth here in the Gemara. Seven lines up. Amar Rabbi Abba, Amar Vuna, Amar Rav. What was the halacha of Rav? He paskined halacha mefirim nadarim belayla. You can be mefirim nadarim even at night. Okay. Says the Gemara. That must nisan he. Yeah. Wait a minute. Why did Rav have to teach this? We learned this in the Mishnah. Where's Mishnah? Andrew, can you think of a Mishnah where we learned that you can be made for in the Dharma at night? It's our Mishnah, yesterday. Nadra Belele Shabbos, right? <laughs> By definition. We said that he could do it Friday night after, uh, whenever he wants, if she made the, the, the nether at, the, at Friday night dinner. So by definition, that's at night. So then why did Rav have to teach us? The Mishnah already said it. Says the Gemara, Oh, well, Rav is teaching us, no, no, it's true. Yeah, the Mishnah taught us hafara, but our Mishnah was talking about hafaras and dharma. That's the topic of our parak. We didn't really talk about hataras and dharma in our Mishnah. So what, what uh, Rav was talking about was not hafaras and dharma, but hataras and dharma. That's not in, in our Mishnah. So he taught the real Chiddush that you could even do hataras and dharma at night. So did Rav really say that? That at Taras Nadarm is mutter? At night? So Amalai Sarvuna says back, Ishtik. Uh, yeah, you know, he didn't really say it explicitly. In other words, Ravuna was in the presence of Rav and presented this halacha to him. He said that you could be made matter in the Dharma at night. And Rav was quiet. And as we've seen already many times in Shaz, and as we know from life experience, quiet can be ambiguous. It can be a tacit agreement, as they say. Or it could be you're quiet because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to say anything bad, but you really don't agree. Very reminiscent of when we were in KBY and we were starving. And whenever the Tichonistim would come, uh, this is when they would try to show, KBY would try to show the high school, Israeli high school kids, that KBY is a great place and recruit them. So we'd bring the whole high school, a bunch of high schools, and they would give them a lot of schnitzel, Barry. And we were starving. We used to get like one little strip of protein per guy at the table. I don't think it's like that anymore. So we would always go to the Tichonistim and say, Ochlimitze? You know, we would ask them like, are you guys eating it? Because they were always disinterested because they were coming from somewhere else and coming from home. They weren't, they were eating more than us, it seems. So they didn't care about the schnitzel. And so we would say, Ochlimitze? And they would go, huh. They would give like an Israeli response. It was unclear. We just kind of like would gently take the schnitzel and look at their eyes. Do they mean like go away or do they mean you could take it? So it's a, it's a tacit kind of ambiguity. Okay. So Amr Leh, so Abba said to him, Ishtika Amrat. So you're saying he was silent? So Oshusei Ka'amrat. So there's a, I think a hilarious um, two ways of looking at it. There's the Ran and the Rush over here. Shusei. Ishtika Amrat, Shusei Ka'amrat. So the Ran just says, was he quiet because he disagreed? Or Shasei Kamras? Or was he quiet because he wanted to tell him it was okay, but he was in the middle of drinking? Lashon Shatia. Uh, and be, and then he didn't have an opportunity to answer. Uh, the rush, which is in the very, very bottom line over here, says, Play on words. Lahashtikeni to quiet me or lahishkosi. I'm literally drinking the Kool-Aid, Andrew. This is the OG drinking the Kool-Aid, the first reference to drinking the Kool-Aid, which is a phrase 
that people used to say, he's buying what you're selling, right? So was he, right? So, so Ishtik or Shasi, right, is, according to the Rosh, he's saying, was he trying to silence you or was he actually drinking in your Kool-Aid when you said that you could be, do Hataras and Dharma at night? Either way, Andrew, it seems ambiguous. And so we don't really know. Did Rob hold that Hataras and okay at night? Uh, it was kind of an inference that Ravuna saw. So Amar Vika Bar Avin is Dukik Leila Rav Rabba. So Ravika Bar Avin was, uh, was aware of the fact that Rav once actually was brought in to um, do Hataras and Dharm for Rabba. Doesn't sound right. But he do Hataras and Dharm for Rabba. So, so that's why you have here the text Rav Hananel, according to some gear so. So that makes more sense. Anyway, so Rav was doing Hataras Nadarm, Bikitona de Bey Rav, where? In, in the Rav's office. Right? So, again, let's call it, let's say it was Rav Hananel. Rav Hananel needed Hataras Nadarm, and he came to the base medish or to the shul, and I said, come, let's just do this. It was at night, they did it in the office. He didn't make a production out of it. So you see, you could do it at night, you could do it standing. You know, it's not so, it's not really so formal. Okay, so I'm Right, Rav Nachman was making on all of this. You could do it standing, you could do it without three people, you could do it at night, you could do it on Shabbos, you could do it with relatives, it's not. However you do it, it's fine. And it doesn't matter whether you could have done it to the Reek, you couldn't have done it to the Reek. In other words, it's, it's not really uh, a Bezdin, you know what I mean? All of these formalities are more of like a... Uh, you know, uh, something that we do to make it more formal, but they're not mi'ikar adin, as we would say, right? They're not essential at all to do the hataras nadarim. And therefore, if you really need your hataras nadarim, Andrew, you could do it anytime. Come over to me Friday night, come to my house, uh, and, and maybe I'll do it with my sons. We'll do it standing up. Maybe I'll do it by myself. We'll see. And uh, you could do it that way. The Gemara says, wait a minute, I'm Ida, Oymed. The Hatanya, and we learn in a Brisa, an Erevin, Samach Dalid, you'll remember this, Andrew. Remember the, what was the discussion there in Erevin? Uh, we got into the discussion of how, uh, when you get inebriated, Andrew, um, does the travel um, dissipate the inebriation? And so we said, well, Rabbi Gamliel was on a Chamor, and he had just drunk, and he had asked, I looked this up too, um, he was asking a uh, question. I remember he met a he met a guy. He 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 was with a uh, he was with his shamish, and they met some non Jew, and they wanted to pick up the bread, and then they didn't want to give him the bread, uh, or, or or he he did want he wanted to then give the bread to the non Jew that he was with, and then he met another guy. Fascinating stories of you know the gadolim on donkeys. Be that as it may, he's on a donkey. And he meets a guy who needs Hataras Nadarim. He sees the, he hears the great Gadol is coming into town. He knows that a Chacham can do Hataras Nadarim for you. So he goes and approaches the Chacham and says, can you do Hataras Nadarim for me? So uh, the first part that's not mentioned here is Rabbi Gamaliel said, did we drink a Revius of that Yaini Talki? <laughs> of that Italian wine? And he said, yeah, we drank a Revius of the Italian wine. He said, okay, let's travel another three miles. And one of the things that we learn is that Yaini Taki is can be inebriating with Ervius, and that if you travel another three miles, you can get rid of the of the Yain. And then even there, we said at the time, although again, Barry, we appreciate it more today. It happens to be that we may have missed it, but in order to perform that Taras Nadarim, 
he got off the donkey and wrapped himself in his talus, and he sat down and was mater nether that way, in the sitting position. So doesn't that imply that you need to be in the sitting position? You can't be on a donkey or standing up? So the Gemara answer is, the classic machlokas that we still haven't really totally resolved. What is the grounds for Ataras Nadarm? Can it be mere regret? Or does it have to be she'ela, something more serious where you have to be able to express a real reason? Well, <laughs> and that was the machlokas at the very bottom line of Sam, of Ayn Vavam Rebez, where we said, why, why was there Ataras uh, Nadarm done in the context of archery, right? Why, why did Chia Bar Rav, why was he doing archery? So is it because he was just chilling and he had a hobby of archery and it's because he held that post in Becharata and it doesn't really matter because anybody can express regret. You don't have to really analyze that. He just says, I regret it. Okay, good. Atar Sandarim. Bye. Shukayach. Or do you have to really sit down and, and figure out if this reason, deliberate whether the reason that the person has, if you hold that regret is not good enough, now we really have to come up with a chap as to why we were doing the Atar Sandarim. So if you hold that you, that Charata is not good enough, Apparently, Rabbi Gamliel held Charata is not good enough. So it's not because you can't do Atar Sandarim standing up on a donkey, Andrew. Uh, it would still work if you were standing up on a drunk donkey. It was simply because he said, oh, wait a minute. I have to do Atar Sandarim, and I hold a Charata regret is not enough. Therefore, I must sit for concentration reasons in order to focus. And it's for that reason that he got off the donkey. As the Gemara says, nidra ba'inon. If you don't hold that you need that you, the charata is good enough, then you have to really uproot this nether. And it requires some concentration. And therefore, that's the reason why he sat down. Rab Nachman Savar ain't that that post in Bacharata. However, Rab Nachman held, obviously you have to take out the ain because then that makes no sense. Rab Nachman held that charata is enough, I feel a movement, and therefore you could do it even standing up, and that's why Rab Nachman was so incredibly makel. So on top of everything else, he also holds post in Bacharata. You see, Rav Nachman's not taking the Sataras Nadarim that seriously. And, and, and we don't take it that seriously either. You know, we just stand up and say, Kol Nidre, Like, you know, I mean, we don't remember what it is. We don't know what's going on. Andrew says, I'm saying this for my wife. You know what I mean? Like, everyone is just kind of like willy-nilly saying, I, 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 I realize that I don't know what I'm doing, but I, I sure hope I didn't make it in that And if I did, I didn't mean it. You know what I mean? So we don't take it, uh, we take it seriously, but we don't think that these formalities are going to be ma'akev, okay? So nine lines down on Ein Zion on the base. At the almost auspicious time of 612 a.m., I once saw one of these rabbis coming from Marava, which as we know is in Israel, and he's the Kikulei Rabbanon Levei the Rav Hunabar And again, he's the Kikulei is a Lashon of they made themselves uh, available to do Hataras Nadarim. Who? Ravuna Barabin's kid needed Hataras Nadarim. Basharla Nidre, and they were Matar's Nether. For Amule, and then after being Matar's Nether, they mentioned to him, Ziluvai Rachman Nafshak Techatas. Now go do Tshuva, you knucklehead, because you, because you did an Avera. What was the Avera? You made a Nether. We already been discussing it because we're learning the Dharm. Making the Dharm is a sign of instability, Andrew. An unstable person, he's like, starts to get involved with self-loathing and then he makes a nether and then, you know, and then, and then he swings the other way, then he violates the nether. You got to keep it like a little bit more stable than that. 
right? The Tani Rav Dimi Achud, the Rav Safra, call another Afal Pishu Mekaimo, even if it happens to be that you fulfilled another, Nikra Chaita, we call you a sinner. Of course, we had a Machlokas. There are certain cases where we say, it's okay. Yaakov Avinu, when he was in dire straits, in fact, made a nether. They have been Gedolim and amazing people who have made nether in the past. And Ravari uh, says, you know, if you're in a situation, I, know, I remember, uh, this is my first Heshi Hearth, Oliver Shalom mentioned. He's kind of like a distant fifth cousin. But he was, people who ever lived in Passaic have heard of Heshi Hearth. He was a guy. Uh, he, I don't know, I guess he would be like 80, 85 by now, but he uh, was very, very sick as a bacher in yeshiva. Like really sick. Like he wasn't going to come out of it. And he made a promise to Hashem. If I get out of this, I will uh, build a makom Torah. And so he got out of it, sure enough, and he became a real, a real person. He brought Rav Meir Stern to Passaic. He built the yeshiva katan of Passaic. And Passaic's Passaic, because Keshi Hearth started Passaic because he made like this neder, as it were, to, you know, sometimes it could be, have a very powerful positive effect. That's true. So Barry Leibowitz says, this is, this is the kind of thing that, you know, you don't want to do necessarily at your own discretion, but of course we know that we've already pointed out before. Of course we know there's a reason why it became customary, because there are really intense situations where it's really effective and you really get into it and it's sincere, right? Like the, uh, right, um, right, the, the, like the real Naziris, as we said, there's the case of Hillel Zakein, right, of, of the real Naziris. There's certain Nadarim, certain Naziris foreshadowing, because after Nadarim is Nazir Sota, right? There are cases where it's really impactful. But that's not, that doesn't apply to the, you know, to some, to some uh, you know, no disrespect, but I'm saying if you're just like an Uman going, thank you, Hashem, kind of like making, you know, going back and forth and like, you know, you're in this moments of ecstasy followed by moments of self-loathing and you're just back and forth and it's part of like your culture, that is frowned upon. You understand, right? I'm just trying to illustrate that there's, there's an Dharma and there's an Dharma. So in this case, he says, call another, Afal Pishu Mekaimo, Nikra Chaita. So Amar of Zvid, Maikra, we have a, scriptural source for this. Right? That's in term 23, 23. Here in 2023. So that's how you can remember it. If you stop making these nadarim, says the Torah, you won't be sinning. Right? The obvious implication is if you don't knock it off with the nadarim, then you're doing a chait. Okay, let's do four lines up from the wide as follows. Four minutes left. Tanya. ishto. Call Nadarm Shatidori, Eif Shatidori, Ein Zenether. Okay, this is actually uh, important. Uh, it, it, I think it's ironic. Birnbaum doesn't think it's ironic, but it's like this. When a, when a husband hears about his wife's right, Nadarm, and he says, and he's trying to do Hafaras Nadarm, the halacha is that he has to be explicit. He has to say, I am Mayfair your Nether. He can't just say, uh, don't make that Nether, or Ein Zenether, or that's not a Nether. You have to say, I am made for your nether. Uh, but in contrast, for what we call hakamas nadarim, affirmation of a nether, that doesn't have to be explicit. So that the Bryce continues to say, good job. Oh, nobody's better than you. Who's better than you? Oh, could have said it better myself. If you hadn't made this nether, I would have made this nether for you. <laughs> that is a hakamas nether. I could even add a svara to this, Barry, because, right, in other words, I, I would say it like this. The default is, uh, 
that hafaris nadarim. The default, well, I'll say it a little bit differently. Hafaris nadarim, it's in abeyance, and we assume that you want to be made for the nether. So again, this is the guy that heard the nether. So if you heard the nether, we're, we're, I thought it was ironic because the halacha is a little different when you hadn't heard the nether yet and you want to, and you want to be made for it on, away on your business trip before you go on your business trip so that HaKamas Nadarim isn't going to work because you haven't heard the nether yet. But be that as it may, once you've heard the nether, you don't need to be explicit with HaKamas Nadarim because once you just like turn the tide and you say, ooh, I like that. That was a fun nether. So then you've lost your chance at HaFaris Nadarim because you were opti- you're positive about it, right? But... Uh, if you, until you show positivity, and that's all you need to do to be making the nether. Until you show said positivity about it, then it's going to be assumed that you want to be made for the nether, but even so, the hafara would have to be explicit in order to be made for the nether. And so, we learn in the Bryce of Tanya, the first wide line, So now we're talking about what is the manner, the language. So, you, put, you shouldn't say to your wife on Shabbos, that this is mufer or batil, the same way you do it bechal. So this is fascinating. Now we're, mar- we're, we're marrying all these ideas together. That even though we said already that you could do afars nadarim, let's uh, Shabbos, you should say it in a more Shabbosdick way. And this is keeping with what we said before. There has to be Shabbosdick. So what do you say? Ela omer la. And, and of course, there's a lot here because the Ran says that you still have to do it Belibo, but what do you say? Tlivachli, S S mein Kind. Tliushti. Here, come drink Shefala. So again, the what 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 happened? The wife made a nether, she's not gonna eat and drink on Shabbos. And the husband, because it's Shabbos, has to do this concoction where in his heart he's made for the nether, but when he talks, he doesn't say Hafaris Nadarm. So on the heels of saying that in order to have a Faris Nadarm, you have to use a lushum of Hafara and be explicit, we are pointing out that that would be true during the week. But on Shabbos no. Shabbos used a more Shabbosdick lushan of, oh, uh, she, she says, I am making another, I'm not going to eat gefilte fish ever again. And you say, here, have some gefilte fish, Shefila. You'll love it. You'll enjoy it. And in your heart, you're saying, I'm made for this ridiculous nether. Jews eat gefilte fish. So you say like this, Tliushti, by nether, batal me'elab. The nether does, in fact, become batal. Amar Yochran, Vetzakshi, batal belibo. And it is Rabbi Yochran, the great God of the who adds that you have to obviously be mevatal it. Belibo, and again, this is a kula for Tzorche Shabbos. So now the Gemara will quote a related. Bryce Tanya, Bechamai Omrim, Bechabbos Mevatel Belibo, Bechol Moti Bisfasov. The Bechamai explained that on Shabbos you can be Vatel Belibo, but on Chol you have to say it explicitly. Bechil Omrim, Echad Zev, Echad Zev, Mevatel Belibo, Bechain Tzorche Lahoti Bisfasov. That both on Shabbos and during the week, even, and again, Hillel here is the most makil, even during the week, you don't have to be Moetzi Bisfasov. So let's start line, uh, three lines up from the bottom with Amar Yochan and Bezat Hashem, tomorrow, Nain Zayin Amad Bez.